What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 228. I'm your host, Brett Bueller. Today we have Bradley Wright on, who is a folk punk singer out of Southern California. And uh, I was kind of put in touch with him through his manager. And uh, it sounds like Bradley will be releasing a new album October 13th. So I kind of wanted to get him on, talk about that. And uh, also just all the other stuff that... uh, He's been up to and his history in music. Uh, we talked a lot about uh, our mutual favorite bands, including my all-time favorite band, Mr. Brew. Uh, we talked about the process of songwriting and uh, also uh, sobriety versus drinking and uh, drugs and all that stuff. So it was definitely a good interview, and uh, hopefully whether you're friends uh, or fans of this show or friends of his, uh, you enjoy the conversation. Um, if you're on the West Coast, definitely look out for Bradley uh, playing some shows this fall. Um, in this episode, I featured his song Port to Port, which is uh, kind of about his journey that we discussed in the conversation. So yeah, um, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening wherever you are. Uh, hopefully you're doing well as we uh, officially move into fall here. Weather's starting to get a little bit more chill here in Maryland. Uh, in personal news and notes, uh, this week, uh, my band, The Hall of Truce, we will be at Seven Locks Brewing in Rockville, Maryland. Uh, that'll be in the evening. Uh, they're having an Oktoberfest, so uh, definitely look out for us there. And then, uh, last few things I normally mention is that uh, Part-Time Rockstar Productions is up and running. If you need a music video around the DMV, definitely hook that up. And then uh, October 18th, we're doing our next Spotlight Series, which uh, we rent out a studio and bring everybody in to shoot some quick videos. Super professional looking and uh, only 150 bucks a shot, so definitely hit me up for that. Uh, we also have shirts on the Shopify link. And then uh, Truly Strings is the sponsor of this show based in Laurel, Maryland. So definitely check out Truly Strings if uh, your guitars are beat up after this summer like mine are, and Steven will get them ready to go. Without any further rambling here, we'll get to the conversation with Bradley. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, how's life? Not too bad. Uh, definitely getting a little more interesting these days, for sure. Uh, yourself? Yeah. Uh, same. Super interesting lately. There's a lot of a lot of plates in the air right now. So, <laughs> yeah. This, this whole album release thing has got me, me busy. Yeah. Uh, I guess before we get to that, uh, I'm calling you from the East Coast, kind of near the the DC uh-huh. Baltimore area, and you are okay, a yeah. 
California. In Los Angeles, yeah. Yeah, so, so Southern California proper. Right on. And someone named uh, Peter, I guess, put me in touch with you. Yeah, Pete's, um, Pete's a publicist, and he's working with me on the new album campaign, which is really great. He's been super helpful with introducing me to people like you, you know, who have, like, uh, a reach beyond of, of what I do personally, so... That's really great, you know? Sweet. Yeah, happy to help. Um, it's always funny um, how these things work because I'm never quite sure how uh, I always get in touch with people. So it's cool to kind of get the backstory and figure it out, you know? Um, yeah. I'm somewhat... I play in a band around town, kind of where I am, but the podcast thing I started like a few years ago just to like, you know, help people out and meet random people too. So that's right. kind of my backstory. What do you play in your band? I play guitar. What do you play? Guitar? Okay. And that sort of thing. Yeah. So Nice. What's your what's your band called? I call it The Hollow Truths. The Hollow Truths. Nice. Yep. I will have to you guys have Spotify and all that stuff, right? Yeah, we got that stuff for sure. Yeah. Also look you up. Sick. But uh yeah. Uh, it's not that often that I get to talk to someone on the West Coast, so sometimes the, the time zone yeah. messes with me <laughs> a little. I have to, like, coordinate it. I, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll with, uh, yeah, because it's, what, like, 9, nine almost 9.30 over there, something like that right now? You're three hours ahead of me? Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it's not, it's... As, not as tricky as, like, talking to somebody in Hawaii or London, but... Um, yeah, then you're, like, nine hours. They're in, like, tomorrow already. You know, like they're like, well, we're yeah. calling you from the future, you know, exactly. like, What's up? from the future. But yeah, um, kind of what I do <laughs> is try to get uh, everyone's sort of backstory a little bit, such as yourself and kind of go from there. Um, uh, yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm an East Coast kid. I, I grew up in the East Coast, um, originally from Florida, and I moved out to Los Angeles almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, I used to be in punk bands and hardcore bands in in Orlando, where it's, which is where I'm from in Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I moved when I moved out here, it was crazy because I used to work. Um, I used to work for a recording studio, and I started as just an intern. And um, eventually, they were like, "Hey, like you know, like we're, we trust you enough to give you the keys. Like, why don't you go ahead and work on these songs? Like, we're all gonna go home. Uh, we're tired. We're gonna go home. You stay late." Here's the keys. Uh, work on these songs. When you're done, if you feel like it, um, record something of your own. Just like, you know, make sure you lock the studio when you're done. I'm like, all right, cool. And so yeah. I would be there all night, and I would end up just, like, making making my own songs, you know? And so um, it was crazy. I would, like, be there all night. I'd work on whatever it is that I needed to do for my job and then uh, start recording and then be there till you know, four in the morning or five in the morning or whatever it is like uh making my own music and then i just pass out on the couch at the recording studio and then they would get there at like 9 a.m and i'd wake up and they'd be like oh hey like what's up you know they're like like oh man you got here early and i'm like yeah just <laughs> got here early you know like i'm in your old you're like three days me just like being at the studio be like all right i need to go home and change clothes otherwise they're gonna know that i basically live here you know yeah, I guess there's no shower at that spot, huh? 
Yeah, no yeah. Garden so, hose out back. Right, you're just like getting, you know, taking like a hobo like, shower in the sink. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> that's a better word that I was going for. Hobo shower. Yeah, um, yeah just kind of wash up and get back in there, you know. But that's kind of how it started out in Los Angeles for me. Was um, just doing that stuff, you know. And then uh, I met some friends that did music videos and stuff like that, and so. I was like, hey, I made this song, and they're like, oh, let's do a music video for it. I was like, all right, cool, let's do that. And then um, from there, you know, it just you know, those were like days of like MySpace, you yeah. know, like back, back in the day. And uh, I don't know, it, it was it was cool because it was really organic how all that stuff went down. And then um, a band, my band, the Black Hands, my old band, formed out of that. And then. Uh, yeah, when that band broke up, I, I kind of went back to doing solo stuff um, for a while. We started a Black Hands number two, like a second chapter of it with all electric cars. <laughs> nice. Uh, um, and then now I'm back to being solo, um, which is why I, where I wrote this record from. And uh, funny enough, of course, getting back in the studio, working on a new record, um, not to blow it all up at, at the first, like, five minutes here but like now i've got a new band that i'm that i'm forming now and we're we're playing all the shows from now on we're we're doing full band which has been really great so yeah it's always good when you can get your own uh bunch of hooligans behind you it's when you're working on songs yeah. and stuff for sure yeah dude, it just gets so boring on stage by yourself you know like it's like like i can open up a room and rip it up with acoustic guitar all by myself and play some folk punk stuff but like it's way cooler to be on stage with, um, you know, a drummer and like a bass player and have someone, you know, backing you up on vocals and with the, with the beats and the energy and all that stuff. And it gets the crowd, um, it gets the crowd more energized too. It just makes for like a better show, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. Sure. Who are, uh, some of your favorite folk punk bands? Cause actually I named mine after a band called Mischief Brew. Who was oh big dude, I love Mischief scene. Brew. Okay. Yeah, hell yeah. That- yeah, they're so great. Uh, well, they were, you know. Um, yeah. I don't know, if, like Eric, you probably know. Uh, Eric yeah. uh, killed himself years ago, unfortunately. Um, my old band, the Black Hands, we had the pleasure of playing with them. Um, I'd say probably like a year before that happened, year before he died. Yeah. Um, yeah, we played at an after-hours venue. And it was wild. That show, that yeah. show was wild and crazy and and awesome. Yeah. Like the first time I saw them, uh, I had never heard of them, but a bunch of my friends were really into them. And they played at this little record store out in the valley out here, and um, it was crazy to me. I was like, man, I was like, these yeah. like kids know every single word to this oh, to yeah. whatever singing, you oh. know. I was one of those kids for sure. <laughs> yeah, me too. Eventually, yeah. you know, like yeah. like I said, at first I had no idea. And I was just like, wow, this is incredible. Yeah. And um, I think one of my first tastes of of like folk punk sort of out here in Los Angeles um, of like, you know, like that that type of thing. Because where are they from, Mr. Fru? They're Philly. from East Coast. Philly? Okay. Yeah. yeah I don't think they hardly have... ever got out that far. Uh, if, yeah from well, my knowledge I mean, that might have been one of like the few times i would guess you know yeah well i mean it it's super rad just to be like oh like we're a band from philly and then to like come play a little yeah. record store in los angeles pack it out like it was packed and like yeah. 
the the like every one of the kid every kid in that room could have been the lead singer. You know what I mean? Like oh, they yeah. knew every That's what I loved. Yeah, it was specifically what I loved about them. I don't know if it was like that in California, but like usually when you see them here in the East Coast, they attracted like a really eccentric group of like fans. It wasn't always just the crusty, you know, folk punkers. Okay. And studded out kids or whatever. Like one time, I ended up talking to like a farmer and his wife at the show <laughs> because they have like a song called "Old Time Memory." Yeah, and yeah, it's I just love like um, exactly, and they love that song too. And, so we just ended up old time memory. So was, good. Hell yeah! So like, I was always it was always cool just not only talk to the band but then talk to the people they attracted. Yeah, and you know that's that's one of the great things about about music, you know, and and I think one of the great things about punk rock too, and especially punk, you know, because yeah, when you when you write a great song, you know, um, it can attract more than just a certain style of person, you know. Right. I think that's misunderstood a lot in punk music as well, because so much focus is put on the image, you know, like the fashion. I should say yeah, for sure rock, where it's like oh like you you don't have enough like I've got more studs on my jacket than you I must be more yeah. punk <laughs> you know yeah. and you're like you're like what's well, it's not really what it's about dude like you can kind of show yeah. up as you are just whoever you are you know and like that's so that's that's really cool to hear that plus I mean like I said Mr. Peru just have just have great songs you know exactly really great songs um yeah so yeah, the only other they're... you know the only other band I would say that I get that same vibe, um, also East Coast band um, against me. Oh yeah, against for sure. One yeah. of my favorite favorite bands, dude. And like, yeah. man, I mean, I mean that <laughs> that's the thing where I'm doing both one of those kids too. You know, where it's like I will sing every lyric, like like yeah. Lord Grace could like fall dead on stage. Hope hope not but like you know, <laughs> i'd up there and be like all right guys i got this you know yeah uh i i love that like against me shows um i always use them as an example because every single person in the band knows every single lyric to the songs and they're always singing them you know yeah yeah like I, i've seen um i've seen performances where Laura's voice was like shredded, you know, from tour, and she's just like, "Yeah, I can't do this song right now." Like, you know, I just don't have the vocal cords for it. And James, their guitar player, will literally sing the entire song, <laughs> yeah, and Laura will right. come in and hit like, "Oh, I'm gonna hit this one part because I got the energy right now," or whatever. But like, yeah. to me, like that's amazing. That's that's like camaraderie, and, and of course, against me, he's gone, you know, far beyond than being a small kind of folk punk band yeah. at this point which is yeah which is awesome. cool too because of like you know how there's obviously tons of like little tiers of music as far as like mm-hmm. the hierarchy and everything and like i don't know where to put them because they're obviously well above this the little small tier they're somewhere in the middle right they, like purposefully didn't go as high i feel like as you could because of like laura's sort of you know attitude um yeah like, like in a cool so way man. i feel like they turned yeah, down a, a I, lot of stuff and kind of stayed holy. true to whatever they're they're like a rancid i guess is probably the, the best comparison yeah maybe yeah that's a good comparison i think because you know rancid did their thing where like for example um like 
like the song Time Bomb. I remember. Right. Um, I remember being in like a department store oh, with like right. my <laughs> with like my mom and my aunt or something like that, and they had like a. Uh, it was like a you know new thing at that time where like it was like a, a video screen where you could like play music videos. And I remember yeah. like Time Bomb was a video on there, and I was like, "What the hell is this doing on here?" You know, and it was crazy. And so I hit play, and like it was like a department store in like the mall. And all of a sudden, this came on, and my, my mom, I remember, shot me eyeballs, and she was just like, <laughs> "Did you just yeah. do?" I was like, "I'm just playing video." That, that they had on the screen here, okay? Like, but yeah. that's rancid. You know, and then obviously, like, Hellcat Records and all that stuff, like, they've, you know, they've done Hellcat Records stuff and, like, signed a million bands and all that stuff, you know? And um, Against Me did their own thing where they they put out um, a record on Fat Records with no effects um, and Fat Mike, you know? And then um, they did their own record label, Total Treble, which now they're doing... Yeah all their music on total trouble which is really cool but definitely like the high end of independent music you know right. like, that's like a great goal to get to and a great exactly. spot to be at, you know yeah i think because they have complete creative control as far as i understand it and just i don't know yeah they can do, they can do what they want and yeah do whatever you want <laughs> they, can, they can pack out places or not tour for a while or whatever but they're still like massive to the to the people who know them i guess you know yeah totally I, every time i've seen them here in los angeles um i think they usually play the fonda theater which is a great awesome venue um yeah. and it is always packed it's and everybody's yeah. there having fun dude it's like such a great like time you know it's such a great yeah. time yeah yeah they both create pretty cool environments for sure totally but i guess that's the punk rock spirit right just uh right kind of freewheeling kind of anarchistic but you know everybody picks each other up from the you know greasy pit floor at the end of yeah. the day hopefully <laughs> yeah that's so, the point you know that's the point uh, but yeah i guess the point of this is to talk more about your music than uh rancid or against me it's yeah i guess so for, right as much as yeah. i could definitely do that too um yeah but you did mention you got the uh you got an album coming and then in general, though, I mean, am I correct that you have been putting out albums since, like, 08? Is that... Yeah, yeah, so... I've been putting out stuff for a long time, and um, it's it's been, like, a thing where it's it's kind of... Like, I've put out stuff in between being in, like, a band, you know? I've always just kind of, yeah. like, gone back to the default of doing solo stuff, you know? And um, at, this, at this point, you know, like, it was... It was a couple years ago um, where I was just feeling like, like my old, like the Black Hands number two, I should say, uh, kind of like was working on a record and then it, the project kind of fell on its face and I was just gutted, you know, how like yeah. you're in a, you're in a band, you're in a relationship with a bunch of people and when like it's kind of fall, you have like a falling out, you know, um, it's, it's tough to deal with. It's like going through a breakup really, you know? Yeah, and um sure. yeah like like they're like your best homies you know um yeah. and you share a lot of time with them you share a lot of uh emotion with them a lot of time in a, in a little tiny room you know um so i kind of like got my footing again and dusted off some old ideas and kind of um merged them with some new ones 
got together with one of my buddies and um we sort of just started like hashing out the ideas of the songs and being like okay well like what works what doesn't you know and sort of just gave them like the old pre-production uh polish and then uh yeah. Yeah, then then my buddy Kevin, uh, Kevin Besignano, who I did the record with, um, friends, we've been friends for a long time, almost almost twenty years now, and uh, we never worked together though. Like we were always in like sister bands, um, or like we were hanging out, drinking in the same circles, you know. And um, he's an incredibly talented musician, awesome, um, awesome composer, player of all things. And it was like I was like, you know, like we should we should work together. Let's, let's, let's do this, you know? And within the first two seconds of us, like sitting in the room together, it was like spot on. It was like, yeah. we made, made the right decision here, you know? Nice. Yeah. It was, oh man, it was great. And, and a relief too. Cause you're like, dude, we know each other for a long time. I hope we don't like get in the room together. And like, you know, this sucks or something, you know? Cause I want to stay friends. But, um, yeah. But uh, on top of just being like really awesome friends for a long time, we uh, we made awesome music together. You know, we started making music, um, and and music came out really great. And we developed it all as we went. You know, um, and so this record is kind of a special one um, in the way that sort of like I was starting fresh with a lot of things. Like I. Um, I used to be a really gnarly, like, alcoholic, um, relied a lot on, like, drugs and alcohol to kind of get through the day, honestly. What was your um, uh, drink of choice? Uh, whiskey, for sure. Yeah. Like, probably drank about two bottles of whiskey a day. And then, yeah. um, I, I, you know, Guinness is kind of my beer of choice, if you will. Um gotcha. but- I uh, I was like I can't drink this many Guinness, you know. So I kind of switched over to like the alcoholic seltzers, <laughs> yeah. you know, because like you can yeah. drink like you know twenty of those things, yeah. and and you're not like full, you know. So so I'd be like crushing like two bottles of whiskey a day and like a twelve pack of those seltzers, and then in the middle of it, you'd be like, all right, well I'm starting to get sloppy. Like let's do some cocaine and wake up a little bit, you know. Like what the yeah, like, it's a terrible, exactly. <laughs> yeah, terrible cycle, you know. Uh, <laughs> And so I got, so we started working on this record while I was kind of like in the tail end of that. And uh, and it was kind of wild. We started doing vocals and stuff like that. And then I decided to get sober. I was like, man, I was like, this is going to go south real quick. You know, like I already, I already lost a lot of friends. And, um, and losing friends because of my actions, but then also losing friends because they were, you know, dying and stuff from being in that yeah. sort of scene. And uh, it was like, man, like this is gonna, you know, my name is on the list of people that are gonna go soon if I don't make a change here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what? What helped you? A, what helped you turn the uh, corner? You think anything in particular? You know, I talk, just... Yeah, I mean, I was just kind of like sick of doing the same thing, like waking up every day and being like, fuck this, yeah. you know? I literally, it was just every single day I woke up and I was like another day oh my god like fuck you know and um i talked to one of my really like one of my great friends my buddy errol he's a photographer out in the desert um and he he said he's like bradley you're one of the most like talented hard-working people i know he's like you've built like an empire uh all while drinking 
He's like, just like imagine what you could do without a bottle in your hand. Yeah. I was like, man, and it just. I, of course, I jokingly was like, "Well, then I have two hands, you know." Like I was like <laughs> with them, but like that was a cover up for how I was really feeling, you know. And I got home that day and was just like, "Man, like I'm terrified. I don't really want to like stop doing this, you know, because you're in that pattern. Yeah. You know, it's hard to break out of something you do for so long, and then also you got to all of a sudden face reality at that point." Yeah. Which my, is scary. my buddy likes reality. to call it uh, raw dog in reality. <laughs> raw dog in reality. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I like that. You, yeah. <laughs> once you, once you clean yeah. up your act, <laughs> there's no yeah, more. Yeah, you know. Oh, and, and you no realize, you're like, you know, yeah. You're, yeah, you're like, you're like, this stuff sucks. Like, this sucks about my life. This stuff sucks about my life, and like, I don't want to exist like this anymore. Like, let's do something to change it. You know. Um, yeah. And so I had to had to kind of do that and. Um, show up and put my money where my mouth was and uh back to the record i got back in the studio and one of the reasons i love kevin he was like hey man like these you know songs are pretty heavy subject matter because i wrote them while i was going through the tail end of that uh you know user depression and um he was like a lot of these songs are really heavy subject matter like i know you know with you being like freshly sober like let's come in let's let's approach these songs and if there's um you know, if it gets too heavy or you get triggered in any sort of way, like just let me know and we'll stop and we can take a break or we can stop for the day or whatever. Which is super rad. Like I, I appreciate the awareness around it, you know, and the and yeah. the compassion. Um not too many people would consider those types of things, you know. So um I was really appreciative of that. And then we got in and I listened to all the vocals and I was like, Man, this sounds like a drunken sailor <laughs> saying this whole record. I was like, yeah. Like it has a cool vibe to it, but I think we can do better. And so we re-recorded all the vocals, and um, except for one song, actually, the title track of the record, uh, "Dark Side of the Road," still has the same like the original vocals that I did. Yeah. What's up? Hi. <laughs> uh, it's my beautiful girlfriend in the background. <laughs> I call her my hey. manager. Yeah, that's good to have. For sure. Yeah, that's my yeah, manager somebody, in the background. Somebody keeping you in line. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, it was great, man. We got back in there and did the did the record. Except, like I said, Dark Side of the Road has the original vocals. It was such a cool tone, and I showed up sober that day, for the most yeah. part. <laughs> so it yeah. was, you know, much as you could be, I guess, in that time. Or, uh, uh, or are we going Cali yeah. sober now? <laughs> yeah. No, no Cali sober for me, dude. I don't, yeah. I don't do anything. I can't like, yeah. I, you know, I tried to smoke weed, um, like a couple weeks into being sober. Yeah. I was like, man, like I, I don't know, like something like kind of triggered me, and I was like, well, whatever, maybe I can smoke weed. People do that, right? You know, yeah. and like I, weed, and dude, I was like, I was like pinned to a couch for an hour. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like I was like, man, I couldn't like unlock my jaw at all. I was just like, fuck. Yeah like I could like feel my blood cells inside of my blood in my veins inside of my body it was like okay I know the feeling it's not fun yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, so up to that all these days um but yeah man the record came out great and I'm really stoked on it I'm really proud of it um I'm doing it on vinyl which is cool I've never put out a vinyl record before um yeah dude I'm, I'm super stoked there's we're doing two different um versions of it 
Um, there's a company called Blotted Flies in the UK, and they do lathe cut vinyl. So it's like it's clear vinyl, and they do lathe cut, um, which is like each record's individually cut by hand in real time. Like instead of it being like a pressed vinyl, yeah. like you would get. Um, so they're doing those, which is super cool. Um, I just got the photos. They just finished them this week, and they sent me photos. They look incredible. I'm like, these are awesome. Like, I, I posted them on my Instagram. Um, and then the other company I have doing them in Canada, they're doing uh, a company called Standard Vinyl. They are doing um, clear vinyl with, like, a red vinyl, like, blood splatter in it. That's pretty so, sweet. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be really cool. So I'm stoked to have the vinyls out. Um, I'm excited to get the get the band together and ramp up the energy of the live shows. And then, yeah, but you know, we just put out a new single last week. The music video for that is coming out soon. It's called Port to Port on Spotify. All the links are on my social media stuff. Um, and then, yeah, we did something for Dying Scene. I did something for Punk News, which I think you saw. Yeah. Um, first video that came out called uh, "Falling Down," mm. um, which which is dope. We I met this I met this amazing director, um, and he's an incredible friend of mine now, and we work really well together as well. Um, and uh, he he loves to do these big epic shots. So for the music video yeah. for "Falling Down," we did it all one take mm-hmm. in the back of this like dirty alley downtown. Yeah. I was checking it out. Yeah, it's takes a lot of planning for that, you know? And then you kind of, like, do it, and you're like, okay, we got one shot, you know? And he's, like, yelling at me at the same time. He's like, okay, like, go over yeah. here, okay? You know, and, like, in that video, it's like, I'm riding a bicycle. I'm, like, jumping off the bike. I'm singing the camera. I've got, like, fake blood. Like, it looks like I got all beat up, you know? And, like, then he's like, okay, grab the guitar. Okay, like, smash it, you know? And you're like, yeah. ah. Like in this moment, like so much adrenaline going, and then, nice. Then you finish it, and you watch it, and you're like, man, like you kind of like almost black out, like while you're filming it, because you're like this constant, just rolling with it, you know. So, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. So for the for the next video, um, we went out to uh, El Mirage, like a big dry lake out here in California. Um, but, uh, it rained recently with the hurricanes. And so like you get that like cracked ground, badlands look, mm. uh, like the, you know, that like, that, like the salt flats or something. Yeah. Desert. Basically at the salt flats, except, um, it was weird because we got so much rain, um, from the hurricane that there was like puddles everywhere. That sounds cool. Um, yeah, it was rad. It was like this weird like duality, um, super rare occurrence um, to have that. And then on top of that, shot on the day of the the blue moon. And so it was it was, man, it it was the wildest thing you ever seen. Like, on one side of like the Earth, you've got the sun was like setting, yeah, and then you do like full 180 degrees around like you turn around and then the moon was coming like up that's pretty sweet and so they were both at the same point in the sky and you get this incredible full moon this incredible full sun and then we're out there in this like badlands area that's like covered in water still from the whole thing and it's like 
yeah, it was just one of the most like incredible moments. We were out there filming, um, and then and then for the video because it's called Port to Port, and it's kind of like nautical theme. Uh, yeah. We set a boat on fire, <laughs> so huh. you know, I like lit a Molotov cocktail and we throw it into this boat and we set this boat on fire. So how much was the boat? Uh, you know what? We actually got the boat like pretty cheap. We bought it off yeah. some uh some dude in uh the area is called marina del rey out here apparently like the boat was just abandoned on his property huh that works perfect uh, yeah he was like he was like please somebody buy this boat and so he like put it up for like 500 bucks and we were like we offered him half and he's like all right sure just take it you know yeah so we grabbed it painted it um dragged it out there and then set that bitch on fire (laughs) it's great sounds like a great day for sure. Yeah. You only get one take, though. You know what I mean? Like, you can only set it on fire once. So Pretty much. You're like, all right, I hope this looks cool. You know, yeah. which which does. It looks really great. So I'm, I'm excited to put that video out um, soon. So. And you might have already mentioned yeah. it, but when does the record come out? So the record comes out Friday the 13th in October. Nice. Um, yeah, it's, it's great. Like, you know, it, it kind of lined up. Um, where I was like, I think I want to, I think by the time this is done, um, and by the time we can release singles and whatnot, it'll kind of land in like October. And there's a general rule in the industry. You want to release on a Friday and you want to avoid any holidays, you know? So I go, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I go, well, the single, the last single is probably going to drop around the end of September. And then I go, okay, well or the first week of October, and you're like, okay, well, that'll be a week before the release. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, that's a Friday the 13th. That's like... That's perfect. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> you know? uh, so so I'm really excited for that. Um, it'll be really cool. And so we're working on a release show now, which will be great. So we'll have the full band for the release show. Um, a lot of the records um, have sold, like, almost sold out already, which is great. Awesome. Like, like I don't even... I don't even have the records in my hands yet, you know, and, yeah. and people have been buying them up, which is, which is a really cool, heartwarming thing, you know, to to kind of feel the support from that. Um, so yeah, man, I don't know, it's all really exciting stuff, dude. I'm, yeah. I've been really busy, and uh, you know, then of course normal life on top of that, you know, all the normal life stuff that that just goes down your day to day things and just like. You know, walking the dogs and taking care of that and whatever and just I don't know. It's it's cool to just be putting so much energy back into music again. You know, I feel like I was yeah. away from it for a while. So it's nice. Yeah. Ebbs and flows, I guess. But Yeah. Probably sure. helps being able to concentrate a little bit more for sure. Yeah, totally. Definitely a little more concentration these days. Super focused. I have a um rad like morning routine you know which includes like exercise and like meditation and um writing and things like that like i do that like every single day when i wake up like right when i wake up it's like workout it fucking sucks you're like i just woke up i really don't want to do jumping jacks right now but like let's go and um you know then you kind of get energized for the day you're like okay cool like let's like you know let's do some meditation let's read a little bit let's do some writing then you're like okay well I don't really want to eat junk food now because I'm all like energized. So like, let's make a smoothie and like get going, you know, and then it's like, play some music. Let's make some art, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. It feels good to be on a good, 
wave. It's a lot different than before. It was like, before my routine was like, we wake up, we take two shots of whiskey, one for each hand to get rid of the shake. <laughs> We're making coffee. We put whiskey in the coffee, do a bump, go outside and have a cigarette, you know, <laughs> it's <Yeah. just> like <laughs> come back in, take another shot of whiskey, grab a cup. Yeah. So different, uh, different stage of life right now but it feels great i feel like a gladiator you know so it's amazing it's yeah, good it, it's uh cool how the energy definitely comes back for sure yeah 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 uh, i'm really excited to... energy as opposed to the uh right synthetically. Yeah. and you know what's crazy too like it it's it lasts longer you know like that that energy lasts longer whereas before you're just like man like you know, you could do whatever else, you know, energy powder is what we used to call it. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then all of a sudden you're just like, oh man, like an hour later, you're like, totally screwed. But like now yeah. it's like, I don't know. People are like, man, like, where do you get all this energy? I'm just like, man, I'm like motivated, dude. Like, let's just go. Let's, let's get stuff done, you know? Hell yeah. So, yeah. It's uh, crazy too. Like I noticed with practice and singing and all that stuff, it's like more there's more air coming out of me. There's more like, yeah, it's more life. Power. Yeah, a lot yeah. more life, which is, feels really good. So, um, being that uh, the the new songs is probably still about a month away, uh, mm-hmm. I do usually feature a song or two on the episode, so it's dealer's choice here. But uh, is there a, a song new or old that you uh, want to slap on here? I mean, well, the newest one that came out is Port to Port. Um, And so that's, uh, it's cool. I would say it's kind of like um, more along the lines of like a ballad for the record, you Mm. know. Um, It's an interesting song about, since it's funny, we're talking about all this stuff. Um, It's an interesting song about sort of repeating the same habits, you know, over and over and kind of coming back to the same thing. And, and, uh, the video is cool. It's like, I keep sort of waking up in that boat, you know, which is finally why I'm like, fuck this boat, you know, (laughs) I destroy it. Um, uh, so yeah, port to port's a really cool song. And like, and, and, uh, like I said, the, the director Borja who does everything with me, um, we've got a great plan where we're kind of gonna, we're going to tie all these videos in together. Like we've got another video soon for dark side of the road. Um, cause that's the next single is dark side of the road, the title track. Yeah. And, uh, shooting a cool video for that soon. These are all going to tie together in one big story eventually, which would be dope. So. Yeah. It's definitely cool. If you can tie it all together like that and have the like, storyline. Yeah. It's kind of funny, man. Like we were talking, had a conversation with him earlier today and he was like, he's like, I don't really know how we're going to make port to port fit with dark side of the road right now. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I don't really know either. And he goes, yeah. He's like, but he goes, I guess we made our own puzzle pieces for each other. Didn't we? I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Like we'll figure it out. So, so we're like shooting all this extra, um, extra video and all that stuff. And he's like, maybe we just write a script. He goes, can you act? And I was like, maybe, yeah, let's go. Let's try it out. So we can like try out some stuff and make a whole thing. But yeah, man, I don't know. It's it's fun. It's really great to be doing all this stuff. Like I, I love it, and like I said, I'm I'm really proud of the record. I'm stoked for the release. Um, stoked for all the new singles, the videos, and just kind of I don't know. I feel like I'm just in like a great place right now, which is awesome. Yeah, it's just a Zoom call, but it seems like it seems like you are. So yeah, 
Yeah, um, just make music, man, you know? <laughs> um, I guess the last thing maybe then, is there like a release show that you want to mention? Like a date or something so like that? So we or... are... We are planning the show for October 13th, um, I'm, and that's going to be full band. I'm finalizing the details right now, so I don't really want to say right. we're going to do this or that yet until I kind of get it. But I think for anybody listening, you know, just um, go to the Instagram. The Instagram handle is just at Bradley Riot, and uh, I have my link tree on there. It has, like, all the, you know, show info, ticket links, music videos, podcasts, all that stuff, so... I'll have a link to this up there once we once we have it up and then um yeah i'll be i'll be posting flyers and all sorts of info on there so just kind of stay tuned you know oh yeah well uh i'm glad we got to uh you know get on here and uh get an episode done yeah me too um me too dude thanks for thanks for having me on thanks for chatting i'm i'm stoked i need to um i'm gonna go in and check out your band as well and put that maybe we can get a playlist going or whatever i'm, I'm really really excited to hear what you guys sound like yeah for sure i'll send you some i added you to our running playlist just for the podcast uh okay nothing uh aptly named the part-time rock star playlist or something like that (laughs) um so nothing fancy there but uh yeah yeah and um you know i've only been out to uh, california a handful of times but maybe maybe one day or maybe one day you'll be dude, back come on, on the out. East Coast. We'll, we'll go get a we'll go get a burrito, dude. This is the place to get. Burritos. Oh yeah, I, I, if I only had one food to eat, it would be Mexican food forever. <laughs> Hell yeah, for sure. Well, come on down, man. We'll we'll go party out on some burritos. <laughs> and if for some reason you're at South by Southwest, I always tell people to try to hit me up there because I I try to okay. go I try to go every year. Yeah, I mean, I'm I've I played there before with the old band. Um, I'm sure yeah. I'll be there again soon. I got tons of friends in Austin. Yeah. Um, always, always, a, even if even if I'm not playing it, even if it's just to go out there to hang out. Like always, a, always a good time. Tons oh, of yeah. people. I'm usually running around yeah. there, either trying to you know play a show or interview people or just you know doing some drunken shenanigans on Sixth Street. So. Oh, yeah. Um, Dude, hundred percent. Hundred percent. But yeah, I'll I'll try to get this out. And uh, pretty soon here, so I'll text you when it. Hi, brother. When it's good. Cool, man. Awesome. I'm in. Super in. Have a good rest of your night. Right, dude. Well, enjoy the time again. Thanks for having me. And then. Uh... So yeah, thanks to Bradley for coming on the show, and thanks to you for listening. The song you're hearing in the background is called "Port to Port." Later. This is something that you've heard before From mouths of so-called whores But at least I'm consistently bragged about Well, I pray you never speak like me Cause I've sadly never been so damn ashamed And I'd say From port to port Well I know that
nothing that I should be concerned with. So please give me something. Cause nothing seems to knock me out no more. When I'm setting course for blacking out. Well, I pray you never speak like me. Cause I said I'd never been so damn ashamed. And I'd say, leave those words I'd see. Cause I know more than most that dad blame. Some things don't travel well No, some things don't leave from port to port From port to port From port to port, oh, when my teeth get dirty Well, my mouth gets clean And I say everything I mean, man well, I tend to start a scene There ain't nothing left Cause I don't aim to please Anyone but me No, with all the things I can't unsee The love I had to leave Well, I, well, I know I ain't been clean In between those points And I pray You never speak like me Cause I certainly never been so damn ashamed And I'd say Some